Hey, we're back with you once again on this show. We're finally doing the promised review of um, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Along the way, too, we're going to talk uh, merchandise. We're going to give you some deeper uh, backstory into all this, as Connor knows that stuff very well. And uh, we're going to chit-chat a little bit about the movie, and uh, and then we'll let you out of here. So, hey, thanks for uh, sticking around and uh, waiting through our uh, time when we're not uh, always uh, releasing shows on a regular basis. And uh, just wanted to say that, and we'll be back uh, here in just a minute. This is show 379 for the week of December 12th, 2016. You're listening to Universal's Door. Find us at universalsdoor.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. All right, everybody, here we go. Uh, so uh, on the show, we're going to be doing a review of, finally, a review, I should say, of Fantastic Beasts. How long ago was it that we went to see this, Connor? Well, we saw it on the day it opened, so what is today? Today is the 13th. It's been about a month. Yeah, it's almost been a month. Almost been a month. Okay. Yeah, I think we're about a week short, a few days, something like that. Um, anyway, so we, we've seen this movie in 2D. We've seen it in 3D. Um so you know what, too? I want to give some information maybe while we're on this, too, on merchandise that's directly related kind of to, kind of to uh, this. So we'll see. We'll see if we get into that or not. Let's see how much time the review takes. So anyway, uh, let's get into the movie. Uh, 2D, 3D. Uh, if I had to pick which way I was going to see it, 2D is very good. Storyline holds up very well. Yes. Um, 3D, there's just always something fun about depth. 3D, the depth of every single scene. Yeah. It makes you feel like you're actually... Like they're with the uh, characters. Yeah, and I think most of the uh, movies that are coming out now um, that are doing 3D are pretty much like that. They're not using it as the in-your-face stuff. And I know I say that every single time that we discuss a 3D movie, but um, yeah, I think we've we've gotten past that. Okay, so give me some of your thoughts here first, Connor. Connor's the vast knowledge of all of this, so um, let's talk first of all. I, I mean, do we want to get, let's just, I'm just going to let you take off with some of this and I'll fill in along the way. So, um, first of all, your thoughts, uh, is this, you think this is going to be good for five movies? Absolutely. Yeah. I think this is, yes, this is going to be good for five movies. I like that she's done that because I mean, right off the bat, just in the first movie, you can tell that there's a lot to be answered. It's, um, honestly, it's one of the best adapted, uh, not really adapted, but original screenplays um, I've ever seen because it is written very much like a book, but with a visual style of it, to it, of course, because it's on movie. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Let's go through uh, characters. 
uh, lead character is Newt. Yeah, um, Newt, very likable um, right from the start. Yeah, there really there wasn't a uh, unlikable main character in I this. I think that yeah, the one that got under my skin the most was the guy in the speakeasy. Do you remember his name? Narlac. Narlac. Okay. Yeah, he. But but that's the part he was supposed to play. Uh, but yeah, he he bothered me quite a bit. So, um, and anyway. speaking of him, for anybody that watches the film, watch his uh, his fingers whenever you see it. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's it's honestly it's gonna gross you out. It's yeah, quite they're, horrifying. They're folded backwards. Well, okay. I mean, to yeah. see it is to believe it, but they're kind of not folded, but mashed kind of backwards. They're disgusting. Yeah, the so. first time I saw it, it. it uh, I don't know, it like captivated me. I had to stare at them. I couldn't help myself. It was too strange. So uh, anyway, um, okay, so who else do we have? Who are the two sisters? Tina, well, Porpentina or Tina uh, Goldstein and Queenie Goldstein. Okay, and uh, let's see here then. We have Jacob. Jacob Kowalski, yes, who is the uh, nomad or muggle in the movie. Um, Once again, yeah, three just very likable characters. Okay, and so then we have John Voight, who's probably the biggest star in the film. Um, would you say that? Yes, I, I mean, would say he's he the best and, uh, known. Let's yes. say that. Um, and then you have uh, uh, Colin Farrell. Yes, who is known, but from what I've read and reviews and stuff about him, a lot of people don't seem to like him. Now, the last movie I think I saw him in was uh, Saving Mr. Banks. Yes, it was. And so, and he was kind of a dark character in that, even. So, uh, in this one, he plays Percival Graves. Percival Graves, okay. Yeah, he was the uh, head of the war department in America. Yeah, okay. he, he plays a very, very good character. Yeah. Really well done, I thought. Yeah, he does. You know, the one though, that kind of took a back seat was the president, Madam President. Yeah, um, Carmen Ihogo, I think, maybe was her name. I okay. don't know that I'm pronouncing well, that correctly. Yeah, she, even though um, she was there, Serafina Pickery center, was her kind name. Of, she didn't really stand out. No, um, yeah, that's true. For being, you know, the leader of the American wizarding world, she really got a backseat in the whole film. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, visually, the movie is what you would expect. It's stunning to even see every set. Um, so I don't know. Give me some things that you think people should look out for in this movie if they haven't already seen it. Uh, what to look out for? Let's just keep, I, I don't know. You know, let's just go in any direction here that you. Uh, um, some things that you found interesting in the movie. We've had these discussions, but it was, you know, it was now a month ago. Um, things that stood out to us in the movie. Um, well, just to start out a little lighthearted with it, um, at the very beginning, there's a reference to uh, Quidditch. A character asks uh, Newt if he's a seeker or a chaser, if he considers himself a seeker or a chaser, referring to something completely different. In, or, uh, if he, okay, so the character asks him if he's a seeker referring to something entirely different, and Newt says that he's more of a yeah, chaser, which is also a uh, position in Quidditch. So just a fun little reference there. And so let's give, what's the deal with Newt? What happened to him in Hogwarts that um, we know, I mean, that we can decipher from the movie? So from what we can decipher, um, he was kicked out of Hogwarts for endangering a fellow student with a magical creature. Which sounds like who else? That is yeah, almost directly like Hagrid. Okay. Um, it's also, I think, rumored, possibly confirmed, that he was framed for it, or that he took the blame for somebody else willingly. Um, is this kind of like Hagrid way. also? 
Um, think? Well, was that ever Haggard, played? Haggard was framed by Tom Riddle for opening the Chamber of Secrets. There you go. So it could be another take on that, or it could be something entirely different if they don't want to rehash that same exact storyline. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We have four movies to go, so we'll definitely see. And let's see here. I don't want to get on. Next movie comes out in 2018. Yes. I think we've discussed that a little bit before. Um, let's see here. Uh, okay, so, yeah, we, uh, obviously there was some tension there between John Voight's son, who was running for Senate. Henry Shaw Jr. Yeah. There was some tension there between him and the people uh, in the house. That, the, uh, the second Salemers. The what? Second Salemers. Okay. And they were the people that supposedly hated witches, correct? Yes. They, well, um, the mother of the group who has adopted the kids, um, yes, she believes that they're witches that um, are to blame for the destruction going on in New York City um, that is happening at the time of all these events. Um yeah, but you later so, find out that's not the truth. Yes. Correct. Okay. Um, well, um, well. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know how far I want to go with this, but um, technically, yes. Yes, I guess. Yeah. That they are? Yes. Responsible for the damage? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. I guess we could go there. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think um, more stuff on this movie. Um, so Percival, he actually plays he plays a pretty big part. Yes, he's um, yes. Without being one of the four main characters, he's featured um, probably the most um, outside of the main four. Okay. Um, let's see here, Jacob. I think okay. What character did you let's say did you like most? Um. Huh. Let's see here. Probably Newt, just Newt. because he's just a very easy to like character. Well, what I liked about Newt is he's very humble, and I notice he never hardly ever looks anyone in the eyes when he's talking to them. He always yes. looks down. I noticed that uh, he seems to be very, very humble, just the opposite of what you would expect. Um, well, I, I, what you would expect him, a person playing his role, to be like. Um, and there's a scene with Percival Graves that he is the only part that I noticed to where he actually um, looks like he's angered by something. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yes. So, um, within some questioning that Graves is doing with him. Um, and Graves does seem to have a, a problem with Newt. And, uh, yeah, it's funny some of the things that he brings up in the questioning and one of those is Dumbledore. Uh, oh, and that can actually be seen in the trailer. So, yeah. So we're not giving anything yeah. away there. Um, yeah. That he seems to be bothered by the fact that Dumbledore had an affinity for Newt. Um, yeah. And the deal with that was the only teacher to stand up for Newt um, against his expulsion from Hogwarts. It was Albus Dumbledore. Um, and so we don't really know much of the backstory to that, but I mean, we obviously know who Dumbledore is. And we know that he's done this, um, well, I guess it would be later in the story with Hagrid. So he's done this more than once. So, oh, so he did. So it does mimic that story a little bit. Yes, it does. Uh, he he, stuck up, he, he, he stood stuck, up for Hagrid? Yes. Um, both when he was, uh, so the first time when he was framed for the Chamber of Secrets being opened, and then the second time when he was um, actually imprisoned in Azkaban for a time. Um, he stood up to the ministry and said that... Uh, 
Hagrid had his complete, um, I guess his complete confidence, I think was what he said. Okay. Now, do you think that that plays into how Dumbledore was, I I don't want to say, but it seemed that way, that he kind of used people to further Hogwarts? Um, Yes, I think it was, it all comes down to um, how, I guess what he saw was uh, the, I guess, greater good. Yeah, the greater good. (laughs) Yes, so Wasn't he would. That's a line from it. Um, the greater good. Careful, Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. This is a line though that you'll hear. Yes. You'll hear somewhere in uh, a Fantastic Beast. Correct. Yes, it yes. is. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to get that. So anyway, yeah. we'll just move on. Somebody will. Uh, yeah, they might. Icarus so. whack wing. Wax it has nothing to do sword. with the movie. The Icarus has nothing to do with the movie. Just let me say that right <laughs> off the bat. Um. Okay, so what are some other points here that we should be hitting? Because I'm going to run out of stuff here real quick. Um, Let's see here. Okay, so uh, next film. Next film is supposed to happen where? In uh, Paris, France. Um, And I believe from there, there was a tweet that J.K. Rowling sent out when somebody asked her how many movies, to confirm how many movies there were. Um, She said in uh, several different languages, the uh, number five, she spelled it out in several different languages. And the first one was English, which, you know, would be normal. And then um, she also did it in French, which would be for the second film, possibly. I believe there was also German in there. There was Italian. And I believe there was Portuguese. Um, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so that that could be some of the other places uh, where this takes place. And so technically she's pulling... Five movies out of a textbook. Yeah, out of just a simple dictionary of magical beasts. That's literally all this was. And that's the storyline. And that that dictionary was written by... It was written by uh, J.K. Rowling. No, no, no. I mean, in the movie. Who wrote the book? Newt. Newt. Yeah, it is is Newt's book. Correct. Okay. And so... But he hasn't written it, obviously, at this point. Um, No, that's what... That's where um, we can tie all this together in some way? Yes. Well, at... uh, at some point, his it gets, he has to get he has to have respect enough from Hogwarts that his book as a text gets pulled back into the uh, uh, into the storyline. Yes, well, that's yeah, that's something else that we need to bring up is that um, somewhere along the lines he's he apparently has the respect and trust of somebody, which I mean it could be Dumbledore, or it probably would be somebody even higher up because for one. It is confirmed that he was expelled from Hogwarts, but he gets to keep his wand. And then not only that, but um, he now works for the Ministry of Magic, or with the Ministry of Magic, um, researching all these magical creatures. And so those are two things that normally someone who's expelled wouldn't be allowed to do. They're not allowed to keep their wand. They're not allowed to do magic. And basically, they're exiled from the wizarding world. But now he's not supposed to be in the United States doing this, right? Um, I mean, there's nothing saying that he can't be. Um, yeah, but weren't they? They're irritated with him that he has arrived uh, on the shores of the United States unannounced. No, correct? No, not at all. I thought that they were irritated with him that he actually had arrived there. And- no, it's just because of some of the events that were going on. Um, yeah, it was just kind of one more thing for them to have to deal with. Um, that you'll see. It's it's mentioned in the film. Um, okay. Yeah. And something else that is mentioned in this film that um, 
that you didn't hear about. I don't think you heard about in Harry Potter, and that was the Obscurious. Obscurial? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. No, it's, people, uh, listen, some it's people new, have probably seen the film. Yes. If they haven't, we're not giving anything away here. Yes, that is a that was not mentioned in any of the uh, it was not explicitly mentioned in any of the Harry Potter books. Um, for anybody who has read the Harry Potter books, there could be um, some uh, implicitly stated. What is that? Let's um, just go with it here. Do you want to just me to say it? Okay. Yeah. So spoiler territory for anybody who doesn't want to listen to this. Um, Ariana Dumbledore in the Deathly Hallows has is described to have been. Um, Oh, what is it? Her magic. Okay, so she was um, abused by muggles when she was seen to be using magic. Um, and so that caused her to basically never use magic again. And in the book, she's described as having it attack her inwardly, and it would just burst out at these times, at um, random times. And that's how um, Dumbledore's mother, um, Kendra Dumbledore, ended up dying was while taking care of Ariana. And so she could be um, potentially an Obscurus. And that could be why uh, Grindelwald was searching or was around her at the time was because he was trying to find an Obscurus. Okay, and Grindelwald was around her then. Uh, yes, he was. We can go into a little bit of that, of the uh, backstory, that they were friends, Grindelwald and Dumbledore? Yes. Um, and actually it was Grindelwald who is believed to have killed uh, Dumbledore's sister in the middle of a battle with between uh, himself and... Uh, Aberforth and Albus Dumbledore. Well, let's go farther back. How were these two friends? Um, so they both grew up in the same village of Godric's Hollow, which is also where Harry was born. Um, and so they became close friends because they were just, you know, right lived right beside each other because it was a very small village. Um, and they found that they had common interests like uh, the Deathly Hallows. They both were looking to seek those out and become powerful. Um, so there was that. And then also... Um, and then also they um, both had a common goal, I guess you could call it, of um, wanting to be, I guess, rollers over muggles. They wanted to see themselves as uh, benevolent rollers over muggles and basically enslave them. Um, so that's kind of the backstory there. Okay. Good, because I've, I've never heard that backstory. It doesn't really, it's not taking anything away, like, uh, spoiler-wise. From no. the uh, from the movie, and so that's why I thought, well, gee, we should probably um, we should we could delve into this a little more. And um, so that's another thing too. It's been confirmed the uh, two or the five movies will take place between nineteen twenty seven or nineteen twenty six or twenty seven, whichever this movie was in, um, and it leads all the way up to nineteen forty five. Which for anybody that has also read the Harry Potter books would know that was when uh, the fight between. Albus Dumbledore and Gellert Winterwald took place when uh, Albus Dumbledore got the Elder Wand. And um, so, yeah, there's that. It could possibly end with their final duel. Okay. Well, and the next movie takes place how many years after this one? I believe two. Which is going to put us into approximately what year? About 1929. That's interesting. Cause, so they pulled us out of the inner United States during the beginning of the Depression. Now, I know the rest of the world you know, also had a Depression era here, um, but I just found it interesting that maybe that's the reason why the story has been pulled out of the United States to go over into Europe during the time of the Depression. Uh, maybe she wrote it that way so that, that the 
the um, what was it, the focus of the movie didn't become the depression and stayed on the story of what's happening here within these forces. Um, I actually think too. It, I believe that uh, it might the movie might jump between Paris and um, America. Okay. Yeah. So it, we actually could see the depression in this next one. Um, I'm not sure if that's just rumor or if that's well, true. I mean, if you think it could even heighten the tensions of what's already going on. Yes, it could. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, during the era that we just watched, the U.S. was uh, in its heyday, and as far as you know, money, money was you know everywhere at this point. Um, soon after the depression, obviously, the economy fell. And so you could see more heightened tensions as the country, you know, is starving in many ways. Yeah, I think it could be a very interesting plot point, I guess, for the next film, if done correctly. Just to see how it affects uh, the wizarding world. It's another layer. Yes. To the tensions that they can bring into the film that, you know, have somewhat to do with, too, um, uh, a real aspect to what was happening during that point. It's difficult to pick that time frame. And then ignore the fact that the depression was going on. Yeah, I can't imagine there would be at least any mention of it. Well, I mean, she's picked New York, which is a real place. It's not like she chose, you know, to put them into uh, Hogsmeade or, you know, or somewhere again. Um, Wait a minute, though. Aren't there? Where's the school at? School's in the United States. Um, Okay, so. Because we haven't been introduced to those yet, correct? Um, Well, we have if you read Pottermore. Okay. Um, There's a whole background story of how the uh, school of Ilvermorny, the school of uh, witchcraft and wizardry in America, was founded. Um, So there's a little backstory to it on Pottermore, but besides that, no. uh, We get a very quick reference in Fantastic Beasts, but we do not see it. Where's she, uh, 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 not Tina? It was Queenie. Queenie. In Go ahead. Yeah, it's uh, he. Okay, so Newt and Queenie are uh, kind of brushing away from one subject and then talking about school. Um, and so then Jacob asks about you know there being a wizardry school in America, and so that kind of gives reference then to Ilvermorny when Queenie mentions that that's where she went, that uh, that's where she and Tina went. And she she says something about how hogwash, right? Yes. That's what she calls Hogwarts. Yes, okay. because she so believes that, that Ilvermorny is better. It's that whole battle between schools thing going on. Yeah, just so. a fun little lighthearted moment to uh, break yeah. up the drama. That's the, the next thing, too. There are quite a few lighthearted moments in this movie. It was it was a very well-balanced movie, I felt. It never went too far in any direction. It was just a perfect balance of fun, dramatic, funny. Yeah. Yeah, there are some parts with the uh, rumpin'. Oh, Absolutely hilarious. One of the funniest parts in the movie, actually. Um, yeah, even with the music, too, that's playing. So it's, uh, yeah, that's just a classic part in the movie. Um, okay, so wait, before I drift off too far now, uh, Ilvermorny, is that what it's called? Yes. Is where approximately in the U.S.? It is on Mount Greylock in Massachusetts, which, okay. um, if you know anything about Mount Greylock, it is constantly surrounded by fog. And aren't there supposed to be additional schools then, too, throughout the U.S.? Um, they just haven't been introduced she, yet? Or? She has not said that there would be any. So I don't. Okay. I just know that there's Ilvermorny. Um, okay. There are other wizarding schools, though, around the world. Well, you got to wonder, too, at some point, then, how do you travel to this? Because um, Hogwarts Express took you to the other. Or, you know, when they decided to take the car, yes. Ron and, and Harry? Yes. Yeah. So, obviously, there are other means on how to get there. 
this could be a whole nother deal on how you travel to the school. They have to introduce the school, wouldn't you think, at some point? I would think, but maybe not. Maybe they're going to focus on uh, the rest of the world first because That's that was true. one of the things is that um, if if uh, J.K. Rowling's tweet does give reference to uh, the other places that the movies are going to take place in. Um, Portuguese is one of the languages, and that's the uh, majority language spoken in Brazil, which there has been confirmed a uh, wizarding school in Brazil, so you could see that. Okay. Um, so yeah, wow. there there are different places where you could see their wizarding schools. Um, so I'm not sure if America will be kind of sidetracked or not. Okay. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. And uh, let's see here. I don't know how much farther we can go into this. I don't want to just give spoilers away. I don't like that. Even though I'm not a spoiler person, I'm not bothered by them. I'm always intrigued by spoilers, and I want to see the film that much more. I understand that a lot of people, it ruins the storyline for them. So I don't want to go too far into this. I really, yeah, I wanted to get, I've heard some other people review it, and they don't go very deep. They don't really know, it seems like, the Potter universe that well. And so they don't know a lot of the backstory, but Connor has read all of this stuff. Uh, and so that's why I kind of wanted to dig in there a little bit and see what all you could, uh, what else you could tell me that, that not everyone's out here chatting about as far as the movies. So, um, okay. Well, I don't know. This is a movie. We've seen it twice. We would see it again, even. This is a movie, I think, to see in the theater. It's definitely going to be good when it comes out on, um, Blu-ray, DVD, whatever format you decide to, to watch it in. I think it'll be fine for that. Um, as far as, um, what is it I want to say? Outtakes, deleted scenes, stuff like um, that. There will be deleted scenes. There will. Yes, because there were some that they um, just simply couldn't fit in with time. Okay. Um, and there's, there's one that is a uh, major scene that has kind of been spoiled by the director, David Yates, um, as to what happens. In the end, is that the one you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did. I tell you about it. Uh, yes, you told me about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Well, let's uh, dabble here. We've got some time. Let's dabble here a little bit about uh, uh, some merchandise stuff that you've seen come out on it. Uh, I know that out there on Etsy, correct? Wasn't there uh, the wands? You can um, buy the wand. Well, um, more than just on Etsy, Noble Collection, who makes all of the uh, merchandise for the Wizarding World of Harry Potter parks. Um, they've already have uh, several things of merchandise that you can buy from them for the uh, Fantastic Beasts first film now. Okay, and whose wands did they have? They give you, so for, I think it's 150 or $60, um, you get Newt, Tina, Queenie, and Percival Graves' wand, all, and uh, Serafina Pickery, who was the president. Okay. You get all of those wands. And um, that was in a, uh, a little holder too, right? Yes, yeah, it comes with this uh, special little like collectible uh, stand okay. that it has the Makusa emblem on it. Okay. And next to then they also released for the uh, uh, VR headset. Go through this stuff. Okay. All. So yeah, for uh, if you have the uh, Google pixel phone with the Google daydream VR headset, um, they have a little VR demo that you can play where it's uh, you're working with Newt basically to take care of his magical creatures down inside of his suitcase. So it's it's a fun little uh, VR no, demo to show really it off. Great. Yes, it was the VR side of it was really good. Connor has an Oculus and he has the Daydream. Yes, and I really thought, at least as far as that game went, um, 
that it was as good as the Oculus, just the visuals from it. Yes, well, and that's because it was actually designed by the um, visual effects team okay. that designed the visual effects for the well, film. And is there any way, we have no way that we can really record that, right? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look around. Okay. We might be able to, but right off the hand, right off the bat, no, I don't know of any way to. Okay. Uh, wasn't there an app? I'll also oh, wait. I know what it was. Google. Oh yes. Um. So with Google Maps, if you go to, um, I think it's like we can put it in. Yeah. Show okay. Notes yeah. Um, remember. I'll put it in the show. show yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. There's a link that you can go to. Um. That it's just it's a Google page dedicated to Fantastic Beasts, and it shows you. Um. I think there's a link to the app there. Um, there's a link to download emojis that you can have for your uh, phone. And then there's a link to Google Maps, and it enters in uh, to Google Maps for you, specifically the um, addresses of Tina and Queenie's house, Makuza, and then the Steen National Bank, which is featured at the very beginning of the film. And so you can kind of walk around in those sets um, in Google Street View. That's cool. So if you want to see it without, if you oh, even if you've seen the movie, it's still pretty cool to just go around and look at all this stuff. Yeah, so it's a neat little experience. Okay, uh, I'm trying to think of anything Oh, and uh, on top of that, if you have an Android phone and you use the OK Google function, you can say Lumos to turn on the flashlight on your, the back of your phone. Um, Knox will turn it off, and then Silencio will uh, silence your ringtone. I think we, and we I think we said that in the last show, but I'm Did not we? sure. Okay, uh, I, I'm not I sure. So it's always good to remind. Uh, a lot of people don't hear every single show, so I think it's a good idea to kind of repeat some things quite often. Actually, um, many times I hear you know half of a show, and then come in later, and it's good that somebody references something. At least for me, it's good that they reference again. Okay, let's see here. So that's a uh, merch. Oh, Hot Topic was also selling clothing, correct? Yes. So. Hot Topic has um, Newt's Overcoat, which yeah is absolutely amazing. It's $75. Um, and last I saw, they were actually having a sale, so it was around $50. Um, and so they have his coat. They have Tina's coat, I think, her coat. It might just be her dress. Uh, no, it was her coat. Okay, um, and then they have Queenie's dress. They have Serafina Pickery's dress. Um and then they have a whole collection of uh, Funko Pop or Vinyl Pop uh, things, some of which are exclusive to them. So, they're yeah, they're pretty big on selling Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts merchandise. Okay. And this stuff is selling out. Yeah. Um, so they kind of reload the first, and then sell out, right? So for about the first month, so until just about recently, um, they had announced that they were going to have all this stuff in their store um, months ago. And so now it's finally come out, and now for the first month, you can rarely ever find it actually in their store, um, because every time it goes out of stock to keep from people uh, to keep from having people back order it into oblivion, they have they just take the page down entirely and then put it back up whenever they have um, it, have it in stock again, and so yeah, it's been rather difficult to actually find in stock. Cool. And before I forget, your loot crate. Yes, he, and then there's also yeah. You know, he's got to put a video up for this. Maybe if he if we get one put together, I'll even stick it in here, and we'll try to do a video show as much as we can out of this, and so that it can go in here also. So so okay. Loot Crate has um, announced and now shipped um, a, what they're calling the Wizarding World Loot Crate, 
and it is a loot crate entirely dedicated to J.K. Rowling's Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts now. Um, so yeah, like he said, I will have a video. We'll have a video put up at some point. Um, so I'm me, working on it how right much now. Was, how much was it? It was um, $34.99 per loot crate. Um, okay. If you want to just do it month to month. Or you can pay, I believe it was $227, somewhere around there, over $200 for the entire year, which is, it's every other month, so you get six loot so crates. six of them, wow. And okay. you're guaranteed, I think, $60 worth of items. Okay, so in it, each one? Yes. Okay. And so there's five to seven items, though, and in each one. What did you get in yours? Um, so I got a um, New York Ghost t-shirt, which is, I think, probably the coolest part of it all. Um, which the New York Ghost is the new Wizarding World paper for America um, that gets featured in Fantastic Beasts. And then I got a Newt Scamander bobblehead with an Akami egg. Um, I got a bow truckle uh, pin that I then put onto my universal lanyard. Um, what else did I get? What's the keychain? Oh, thing? yeah, okay. So then I got a keychain that has Hedgewig on it. It has a uh, like the end of a broomstick, and then it has a little... Uh, plaque in the middle of it that just says Harry Potter on it. Um, what else did I get? Oh, I got a journal with the uh, Makusa emblem on the front of it and a hex indicator in the back. It's in the back. Like a map, right? Yeah, it's a map that actually is featured just very, very shortly in Fantastic Beasts. Um, it's it's kind of the uh, Makusa's way of tracking. Uh. I guess spells. It's kind of like their version of the underage wizardry detector, but it's for everybody and not just underage wizards. Cool. Okay. Well, gee, so that's why I wanted to throw this in there for uh, also, I mean, we're still prior to Christmas here. Uh, and so in case anybody was still looking for something to grab last minute, what is the name of the store too? That uh, is here in Ohio at one of the malls. It was where, actually in West Virginia, I think. Wasn't yeah, it? no, it's in Ohio. It's in St. Clairsville, Ohio. Yes. Uh, do you remember the name it of the store? It was Books a Million, and you can find their website online. They have an absolute ton of merchandise um, between Fantastic Beasts and Harry Potter. It was absolutely an astounding amount of merchandise. So um, if you're looking to get something, you can always order it, too. I think you could order it through their site. Yes, you can. Books and a million. Actually, so. much of it, too, is exclusive. Like, they have all of the uh, soundtracks to the films on vinyl, which just doing a regular, like, Amazon search of a vinyl Harry Potter soundtrack, the only ones that it comes up with are the Deathly Hallows movies because those were the only ones publicly sold. Um, and so Books a Million kind of has exclusive rights, I guess, to the vinyl soundtrack of all of the films. Cool. And, yeah, they have quite Amongst a bit of many other things. What it is, and the guys, we're not advertising for them. We're just putting the information out there. <laughs> we don't make a dime off of any of this. So if you hear us uh, talk about something, it's because we've tried it, we like it, or whatever. And so we just want to put the word out. So just to uh, help those people that are out there in business uh, doing their thing, yeah, whether it has to do with Harry Potter or whatever, if we enjoy it, uh, we're going to bring it up to you on here. So, okay. I think you have anything else that I think that we've forgotten um, about the movie, about merchandise. Um, not that I can think of right off the top of my head. No. Okay. That pretty much covers it all. All right. Well, Hey, uh, in case we're not back with you again, which we might be, we might not. Uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. And uh, we'll be back with you again soon. Bye.